This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. If you're raising a kid in California, mm-hmm. you you have to constantly guard against California Valley surfer talk. Oh yeah, um, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, bro. Constant. Yeah. And uh, what's up, dude? Yeah, yeah. Indy, and his friends are like, "That's so sick. That's so mm. sick, bro." And so it, I just started making fun of it with Indy. And just calling him bro, which right. then very Bruh. soon became Broseph. Right. And so I would just be like, <laughs> dude, Broseph. And so then he started doing it back to me. And and it's kind of a joke, but it's also become kind of an addiction where mm-hmm. we're like, let's go, Brozinski. All right, Broseph. <laughs> and then we just started throwing bro into as many different words as possible. So mm-hmm. like, you know, mom used to work as a bro tender. Yeah, she would make wow. brotinis. That's brotastic. <laughs> uh, and we just, <laughs> and then it's like, and, and Heath just thinks it's the funniest thing ever. So like, we'll be talking about Star Wars. It'll become Han Brolo. And, you know, there's Broda. Um, 
Indy didn't want to play the saxophone anymore. He wanted to play the trombone. Uh, oh my but gosh, the best, this is great. the best was one day. So we're, we're batting these words back and forth. And the best is he says, he says, oh yeah, mom, mom made that movie. She's a producer. <gasps> and I was like, oh, I have definitely worked with some producers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like that one's really good. Like, yeah. like there's a, there's a classic dude, bro producer. And oh, I yeah. think that this is the best we've come up with so far. Broducer. And a so bro-ducer. I want this word to enter our nomenclature. Now you, you, you talk about certain producers in Hollywood. You just call him a broducer. We all know that guy. Listen, yeah. you know what's crazy is that you saying that and you and Indy going back and forth. I know that Indy is not on social media, but we are about to have Patrick Renna on the show. And one mm-hmm. of the things I want to talk to him about is how genius he is on TikTok. Okay. You doing, if you ever join TikTok, you doing bro conversations. And if you didn't want to use Indy, you just make yep. it you. You have uh-huh. you in one surfer bro outfit and you in a different one and you shoot it like a movie. Yo, you just right, shoot the different right, angles right, right. of this, of a whole conversation of you fitting bro into different words. Oh God. Is a very funny <sighs> 45 second TikTok. And viral video. It, it would go very viral. I like and would be producer. very funny. I producer always said thing. producer. Oh, that's great too. So that's the one I always use when you met right. those guys. I was like, that guy's a producer. He's, he's not right. just a producer. He's a producer. Such a producer. Oh my God. Yeah. A, you can just combine him. Broducer. A producer. A producer. Yeah. producer. There's yeah. lots of those. There are yeah. lots. Unfortunately. There are lots of them. So going back very quickly to what you said though, Ryder, because it was something that made me instantly know the difference between where we were raised when I first mm-hmm. met you is I would always say something like, oh, that's so sick. Oh, and you'd always go up and go, that's uh, you, so sick. You've talked about this on the it's podcast true, before. But it's this true. Is, that's it's how always totally how it was. Sick. It was the yeah. totally. So it's so sick. You'd always go up. That's so that's sick. so sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I yeah. remember the moment when that happened, when it was like, instead of saying, if, some, if you agree with somebody, you do it almost, you're going up almost as if you're challenging them. Like, it's something my brother started doing when he was 13. And then I was like making fun of him for it. And then I started doing it. So if you say like, oh, I'm, I'm uh, like, I, I, I like that flavor of ice cream. Like the normal or the non uh, bro speak would be like, yeah, you do. But instead, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah right. you do. It's, yeah, it's you like do. that ending it with like a little like, yeah, man. It's like, all right. <laughs> and that's like the most. And then I started doing it and I still do it to this day. It's like, yeah, yeah, you do. So funny. Words are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, Yeah, you you are. are. Sick, bro. Are you listening to our podcast right now and you live in Dallas or Austin, Texas? Then do we have news for you? We are bringing Pod Meets World Live to you to ring in the new year with many, many layers. We'll be at the Majestic Theater in Dallas on January 11th and then the storied Paramount Theater in Austin on January 12th. And tickets are still available. We'll be telling new stories, interacting with fans. Even meeting and greeting some of you. And judging a costume contest where the winner gets a legit 90s Boy Meets World shooting script signed by us. So come dressed up. We're winding down the tour and we want to see you. Again, January 11th at the Majestic in Dallas and January 12th at the Paramount in Austin. Tickets are available now at podmeetsworldshow.com. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. 
Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation? Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on? Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. When it comes to iconic kid actor roles of the 90s, our guest this week ranks right up there with anyone left home alone during the holidays or a young boy who saw dead people. 
best known as Hamilton Ham Porter from the classic 1993 baseball comedy, The Sandlot, Patrick Renna's face will make anyone from our generation smile from nostalgia and for good reason. He's a sunshine of joy, not only in The Sandlot, but in movies like Son-in-Law, The Big Green, and one TV movie that we know here on Pod Meets World, Summertime Switch. Yes. More recently, he appeared in Netflix's hit show, Glow, and the movie, Boys of Summer. But most importantly, he is a genuine TikTok superstar with 3.2 million followers on the app, which, if you're over 40, is like having 32 million. But today, we're ignoring his international fame and focusing on just one small role he had in 1996 on the TV show Boy Meets World, playing leather jacket gang bad boy Kyle in season three's Life Lessons, where he may or may not have written Die Feeny on a school building. So please welcome to Pod Meets World, our friend Patrick Renna. Hey! Hey! Hi! How are you? I always start video off. Sorry about that. Just in case I'm doing something that you You never know. Never know. (laughs) You never know. You could be filming an incredible TikTok while, you know. Yeah, exactly. You are one of the funniest people on TikTok. Uh, I've just, I've, you're, you're literally a genius. Wow. It's because I'm a boomer and everyone's really coming to understand what's so great about us boomers you know yeah they're, <laughs> they're wonderful i'm so old i have never been on tiktok in my life nor me no yeah. nor me on, guys. <laughs> you're, the you're missing. jump on in oh god i don't know i Patrick's- got a dancer too we could do then oh. could choreograph it it'd be great here's okay. the thing here's the thing that i that i love about your tiktok is that i also have two best friends that i could do very funny dances with And they literally, like you hear, they won't, they, I've never been on the app. I've never seen it. I show them things all the time. I'm like, look how funny this is. Could, could the three of us please do this? And writer's like, I'm I'm terrified. I already have no time. Like I, and I feel like every time I invest in in one of these things, it's just more time gone. It's like this. Yeah. 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 My friends are so into it that I have to keep them in their lane to not upstage me. Like I pull them aside and say, guys, get back. Not really about you. Stop. (laughs) <laughs> I know who choreographs them all, Danielle. Who? You remember Lindsay Bartleson? No way. Yeah. It, one of them is her husband. Oh, uh, I was going to say, you you put them so in the back. You don't tag them. I don't know who they are. You make no, sure no, no, they I could never them. get any fame. That's not true. You can't say that. I tag them. They're not on TikTok. That's oh. I tag them on Instagram. Got it. Okay. Well, because yeah, I was looking on, I, I was on the TikTok app and I was okay. like, these guys are, he literally keeps them anonymous. No, they don't have <laughs> that. You, the people will go nuts on me for that one. No, okay. I, I tag them. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So while researching your, your career before we brought you onto this podcast, I realized that, correct me if I'm wrong, the Sandlot was basically your first role, unless you count Salute Your Shorts, where, hold Which on, I, I love this. Okay, yeah. you played, listen to this, this is how you were credited. I know how it's You pretty- are credited <laughs> as kid that says Danucci peed his pants and yeah. later was in a headlock. That's right. <laughs> Wait, that's the name of the character? That's the, that's the that's name of the character. Awesome. Oh my that God. was the whole line. It was, whoa, Danucci, it looks like you wet your pants. And <laughs> then he puts him in a headlock and that was it. I'll never forget when I booked the job too. I was in my kitchen at my parents' house and the producer called my home line and I answered and he said, is your mother there? It's blah, blah, blah from Salute Your Shorts. And I said, did I get it? 
And he started laughing. He said, let me talk to your mother. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't, I mean, yes, that technically was my first, but, uh, Sam. That's Locke. one of the most classic shows of all time though. Salute your shorts. That's true. That's yeah. True. yeah. It didn't really last that long though. That's what I was, I was ran into somebody who was, who was in that show and he was telling me they were only did like one and a half seasons or two yeah. seasons. And yet it's, it looms large it's in iconic. everybody's yeah, imagination. Yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. It absolutely yeah. does. It's one of those shows. And then you book Sandlot. Yeah. What, what was shooting that like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a, a wild experience. You know, the, the casting process was crazy. Um, Walk us through it. Well, originally they had it cast for six and seven year olds. So what? they had a whole group of kids cast. Oh. Um, and they realized that they're a little young to be saying, you know, I, some of the things we <laughs> some said. of the things that were said. Right? <laughs> I don't know. You know, can we say them here? I'm sure we can. Yeah, we can. Sure. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so then they recast everyone, and I was the last person cast. So they had all eight guys cast, and for one reason or another, there was a kid that the roles were jumping around. I think you had Marty on, so he yeah. probably told you he was. He was cast as some other role for a second, and they were switching roles. Um, I, they were never really switching mine, but the kid that was going to do my role ended up not being able to do it for some reason. And then I had one audition for the director because it was so last minute. The next day or the day after, they brought me to meet the guys, and that was like my callback. And they, they were very clear. They said, you don't have this job. You need to get along with everyone. I was wow. bigger than all of them then, so I forced them to get along with me. <laughs> you're like, you're now, like now they're all bigger than me, but <laughs> so it doesn't work that way anymore. No, Marty's not big at all. Marty's yeah, not yeah, big. Marty's Come on. Not, like, Come on. <laughs> still a skinny little. little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, I mean, obviously we got along like brothers, and um, then we had two weeks of baseball camp in L.A. They shipped us off to uh, Salt Lake City, and we had – about a week, we, we filmed one scene and then we had a week or two off then. So it was cool because we had this whole month of just hanging out before the movie started. Right. And I I'm, I don't know if they designed it that way, but David Mickey Evans was pretty brilliant. So he probably did. Yeah. Um, and we just got to know each other before we even started filming. So that's a little risky though, because you put that many kids together yeah, for that bones. long. Yeah. Well, not just broken <laughs> bones, but also the odds that that many kids are all going to like each other and that there isn't going to be some stuff where like some jealousy develops or some rivalries develop and some, you, you could really, it could really backfire where people now don't like each other and it could have gone the wrong way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's different. A lot of times with boys, groups Mm. of boys will find a way to usually just kind of get along for a while. Yeah. I think you found that to be, it's like, because we're jealousies and stuff we're, like that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, oh, that's so funny. And <laughs> exactly. We just get along. Exactly. Throw us a ball, and yeah. we'll find a way to just get along. It just yeah, but I also be, think you know. that that's part of the dynamic of the movie. Is like yeah. not yeah. everybody's super nice to each other all the time. Like right. they're getting boys constantly, yeah. and that's like <laughs> yep. so. Yep. Chemistry is chemistry, even if it's negative chemistry. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like even it's like. That, that I think whatever whatever like soup you get by pushing all these kids together is probably going to be helpful to the movie and make it more realistic yeah. in some way, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We and there, we definitely fought uh, yeah. like right. fought like brothers sure. on the movie. I mean, Shane Obazinski punched me in the face right on the sandlot <laughs> one day. But what? He, uh, I was one of the oldest. He was one of the youngest. So it was like my little brother punching me, and I kind of <laughs> laughed at him. And then you know, but like 
that that was like lo- a love punch. Right, you know, yeah. right. I have two boys, six and three, and believe me, there's some love punches going around. I have two yeah. boys, four and a half and two and a half. And oh my gosh, wow! So I know I can't yeah, wait for know. I can't wait for for what's to come with that. Oh, the we other could day, do those just on that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you and I could have a whole a whole. We could do our own podcast just Bring about my the, wife the two on, boys. Give each other moral support. I mean, yes, please. <laughs> I have a boy cat, a boy dog, a male husband, and two. Sons. Oh my God! Yeah, it's a lot of testosterone. Go, we'll send you to Ohio. Please do, please do. (laughs) We'll all be alive when you come back. But other than that, I can't promise. Listen, every time I come back, there are new cuts, new scrapes, and I'm just as long as everyone's alive, I don't even care what happened. I'm like, listen, do whatever. I'll be the most bruised. So did the did the on set while you were doing the movie? Did it feel like oh, this is going to be a hit? Um, no, I, I think it's hard to know, you know, I, I, cause I always say like, you know, the dailies when the, the crew watches the day before that night in the trailer, I don't think I've ever been on a movie where they come back the next day and they're like, those are terrible. So everyone thinks their movie is going to be great. Right. You know? right, right. And they're not all great. Believe me, I've done some not great movies. We've so, done them together, Patrick. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we've only done one movie. Now it's out there. Ryder <laughs> and I did it. You, that's what I was gonna so, say. Yeah, wow. you yeah. said we already mentioned it. We recapped it. It was great. We did a recap of it. Yes, we did a Our whole episode. Yeah. yeah, that's it's, so yeah. good. And we had Jason come on too. Uh, oh, did we write a masterpiece? Yeah, <laughs> and he was the voice of. Um, Lion yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah. are going to get into summertime switch, guys. We, I've okay, got it. Okay. I've got it coming up. We've, we're yeah, getting into good. it for sure. Um, I. Yeah, so I I don't think we knew it was going to be good, but you definitely had a sense that there was something cool happening. Um, And then pretty soon after, too, you got the idea that people were into it, you know, because I I remember sneaking into movies and sitting in the back and watching the crowd reaction. And it was it was pretty solid for what, you know, for what I've I've sat in the back now since a lot of times and remember Mm -hmm. not having the Sandlot reaction, you know? Right, exactly. (laughs) Everything's now compared to, let's see if it was as good as the Sandlot reaction. Right. Right. Yeah, You're trying to sneak out. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I had the same thing for Home Alone, not that I wasn't in it, obviously, but I remember sitting in the back seeing the Home Alone reaction, which was the greatest I've ever seen. Like the the most fun I've ever seen an audience have was that movie. Oh, phenomenal. So good. Well, just like Boy Meets World, The Sandlot celebrated its 30th anniversary this past year. Were you able to do anything special for the milestone? Except one of us. There's two of us that don't get out. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Spill. Drama. No, we're all all great friends. It is cool when we get together. We're like... um, it's like we're back 30 years ago. We're kind of like brothers. We'll always have that together. Like you three have what yeah. you went through together, you know? Um, so we get to see each other. Yeah. we And we've seen a lot more of each other since the 20th anniversary. Every five years. <laughs> you see each other. Of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a big but there's also been stuff thing. in between. So yeah. it, I've seen them a lot more over the past 15 years. I would say when the movie, after the movie filmed and then for the next 10, 15 years, I didn't see a lot of them. Right, yep. Uh, but then as the movie kind of became a classic, because it sort of ramped up, like 20 years where it really started people. Yeah. When I guess, nostalgia was at its peak for, yeah. yeah. So I've seen them a lot since then. It's been good. That's so That makes great. sense. So we kind of went through the same thing after Boy. You do your thing and then you, you know, five, 
six, seven years, you kind of go your own way, you find yourself, you get away from whatever you did, and then you find yourself back again. So, so yeah, it was kind of very similar. Yeah. Well, especially sure. when when it stands the test of time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that that's yeah. that's what we've been surprised by how Boy Meets World compared to a lot of other shows is still being talked about. And I think Sandlot's the same thing. It's yeah. just one of those like yep. and of course when you're a kid, you're like it's just one of the jobs. You know, and you keep totally. going, you keep hoping you get another job that also does as well. But the reality is like they're once in a lifetime, those kinds of like cult things that become keep coming back. Yeah. They really are, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Patrick, you and I did a, a Laker charity event not that long ago. It was within the last maybe three or four years. Oh, and yes. That's why I was like, I have seen her. And you were like, her. where have I seen her? Yeah. I, yeah, I knew that we, 
obviously when we were younger, we of course hung out in Hollywood constantly but I, I i knew i've seen you since yeah we recently did you had your son with you so it, you know it must have been within the i think your oldest son well, but he was yeah okay yeah so we did a laker charity event together and i love how much athletes freak out about you because <laughs> yeah. they love sports movies and yours is right up at the top and it's on many of their lists what are some of the craziest and most fun interactions you've had with sports stars Oh God. I mean, they're, they're also, it's, it's funny to me because they're all younger than me, but they mm-hmm. feel like men. Right. And I feel like a boy still. <laughs> like, <laughs> and when you're, you know what I mean? When you're around these six, I mean, Aaron judge is six, eight. So oh, when I, I went to Yankee stadium and I met him, I met Juan Carlos Stanton. Um, and I met, uh, CC CC Sabathia and then Aaron Boone, the manager. And I'm from Boston, so yeah. But going to Yankee Stadium is there's something special about it. Yeah, man, because it's what you hate but you love too. Right. So that was a pretty fun one. And those guys are all six eight, six six, six six. Um, and I'm like five eight on a really good day. (laughs) Um, so. I remember having my arm around uh, Juan Carlos Stanton, and it was just right above his tuchus, right on his back. <laughs> and I was like feeling these muscles that I didn't know human beings had. You're like, and oh, it's just, like steel. Yeah, there's, and there's I, a muscle near the like, hip. Get your hand off me! But I was like, whatever, dude. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is. So, I love your, your work. Loving your work. This is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh man! And mm. then I met Big Poppy and uh, Dustin. You did okay. Yeah, I met them in Minnesota, so that was cool for me as a as a Bostonian. Um, uh, as a Bostonian, uh, did your life officially start in two thousand four? Uh, yes, and it <laughs> totally messed up. Thing is, in two thousand three, I was in Boston. Um, my, I was at my grandfather's service. You know, this is 20 years ago. He'd passed 20 years ago. I'm with my whole family. All the aunts, we've finished the whole day. We're all worn out. All the aunts go, go watch the game. So all the cousins go. Oh, home. no. Oh, no. Oh. Not this is the Aaron Boone game. I'm in, oh. I'm, in, I'm in a bar in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, to watch no. them not pull uh, or whatever. Uh, it's a drama happened and they lost. Uh, so like, Aaron that, Boone. Oh yeah. And that <laughs> the next year we that truly was when everything started. That was yeah. unbelievable. I mean I my cousin got me the newspaper and sent it to me, said keep that. Like, you yeah. know, just, yeah. Are were, you from the Worcester area originally? No, my mom is. Uh, oh, okay. I I lived in the city, kind of grew up in the north end and suburbs and areas like cool. that. So, yeah. Did you come to LA because of your acting? Yeah, I I came. Um, I, I guess so. My mom had a job opportunity out mm-hmm. here, so she took it, knowing I'd done school plays and things, knowing that I wanted to be in the business. And I don't think we expected it to hit that fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I came out here, and my first agent was Judy Savage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And I think there's this photo that you're in, writer, that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this like luncheon with Judy one day, like sure. in 1994 or something. Uh-huh. It's just funny to see all the pe- all the actors in it. Yeah, and she was the queen. Like yes. there was no one best. Better. And she even said, "Don't be surprised if you don't work for two years." Like that was her line to prep right. you. 
which was the best thing she ever said to me because I I I went into Sandlot thinking I wasn't going to get it and I didn't stress out about it and you know yeah. I booked it and it was great. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I, I I I guess we did move out here for that. Um, I don't think we expected to really hit it like that. Um, sure. And so your yeah. parents were obviously very supportive. Yeah, they absolutely. Um, I mean, they had split, so they, you know, my my dad supported us moving too, though. Right. Knowing I was going to be three thousand miles away, so yeah. and they're still really really close. You know, they'll stay at each other's houses when we visit. And That's great. Like. So, but yes, for for me to move three thousand miles away, uh, it, it was a big one. For sure. I want to ask you also about son-in-law. Polly Shore was really on top there for a few years. Looking back yeah. with Encino Man, Son-in-Law, Jury so, Duty. I mean, those three movies are all better than they should be. Yes. Was that a fun experience to shoot? Oh, yeah. Encino Man was one of my favorites. So I uh, I, I, I knew exactly who he was. And, and that was great. That You know, it's funny. I auditioned for that right in the same building that I auditioned for Sandlot. Oh, wow. Um, and it, it was right across. They, well, they were like next to each other, but I, I have so many memories in that. It's right across from CBS Radford. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a row of buildings where everyone auditions. But so I had just come back from Sandlot and I, I, I honestly think that that was my third audition. So I, I booked my first three auditions and I didn't even like know what I, I, I didn't experience and believe me i experienced heartache in the industry later later i had didn't even know any better than than that thing so i walked in and i and i think i i didn't even again i had i just went to the director because it was so last minute i i think i had just gotten back from sandlot and so they rushed me into the audition it was for the director and paulie was there and my mom was in the uh, waiting room and we do this whole scene and Polly gets up close to me and gets like intimidating. There's this scene in the movie where he like says, look, you little shit, or something like that. Yeah. And he comes up close. And uh, so he says his line. And then like, I, I look to the right and I think I opened the door and I just screamed mom and <gasps> everyone started laughing and loved it. And I think that, you know, and then I just right. booked it. That was it. I just threw a little yes. zinger in there yes. and he loved it. Um, yes. And yeah, so then I was off to Northern California to film with Polly for three months, and and uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was in it, um, Lane Smith, Cindy Pickett, like vets. So it was that was the polar opposite to Sandlot too, though, because Sandlot I was with my buddies playing baseball. Or yeah, this I'm the only kid with a bunch of adults. Right, and I think Saved by the Bell had been out then, so I knew who Tiffany Amber Thiessen was. Right. And was probably madly in love with her. Of course. Uh, How could you not? Everybody was. Yeah. There was this one scene where she, there was like the affair where her and another guy in the movie are in the hay. Yeah. And so I, I got called to set early because I was supposed to be my milking scene with Polly Shore. And I get there and she's laying in the hay about to do her scene with the guy. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. And she looked at me and she patted the hay and said, come here, Pat. And I literally just ran to my trailer. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, that was it. It was too much. Overwhelmed. She, knew, she like couldn't hide me. And I just was like, ah! <laughs> so that was my experience on Son-in-Law. It was like, I, the, love it. I was like the little kid that everyone loved, but I was yeah. way too young to be there. 
Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, before we get into Boy Meets World, do you know at all about the Sandlot slash Boy Meets World connection? All of these people were on Boy Meets World and Sandlot. Chauncey Leopardi, Marty York, Brandon Adams, Grant Gelt, and yourself were all oh on Boy yeah. Meets World. Yeah. That has to be some kind of record for yeah, like- for sure. Yeah. I, it's just well, crazy. Chauncey was in the pilot. Yeah. So I think we worked yeah. with Chauncey before you guys shot Sandlot. That was, say, I think it was the, right before you guys shot Sandlot. Um, and I remember it, like he was supposed to be a regular. He was supposed to be Corey's other best friend. So he's in the pilot. It's me and yeah. Chauncey. And oh, anybody right, yeah. on, the, on the pilot, Chauncey's the one I hung out with the most. And he was already yeah. like a little gangster. He already like, oh, he was wearing like the baggy pants. And I was like, I, he acted like a 15 year old when he was like right. 12. And I remember I just thinking he was the coolest, like most urban kid. And I was like, such a hick. It was so funny. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, he was a huge, and then I don't think I ever, I, I don't think I ever saw him again. Like maybe once or twice, but right, did he come back to do another episode? He, of Boy no, he, he must've come back because I worked with him and I wasn't in the pilot. So he, Chauncey must've been back. Because I worked with him on something. World, was I, what year did I do it? Do you, it would have been 95, 94, 95. Cause it was yeah. season two. And what year did we no, do? Summer we just covered it. Didn't we? No, it no, season, no. It was season three. It was season it was three. Season okay. So 95. Three. Yeah, 95, 96. Yeah. yeah. 95. And we, when did we do Summertime Switch? That later. 90, 94. No, before that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We did Summertime Switch after the first season of Boy. So Sandlot probably, so Sandlot came out in 93, right? Yeah. 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 In the fall Both of 93. Years. And yeah. that's when our show premiered. And so it would have been the summer of 94 that you and I went and did um, Summertime Switch in, in Jacksonville. Yeah. That was fun. I was the bad was- yeah, you were. Yes, you were. You were the and bad you were guy. You played it so guy. psychotically. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, a little, maybe a little too psych. Like, read the room, buddy. Like, yeah, no, you like, clearly uh, make the boldest movie. choice. You're like, I'm not going to try and be funny. I'm no, going to play this yeah. as like, I'm going to be a sociopath. <laughs> I'm going to be a complete sociopath. It is hysterical. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> that was great. Uh, we talked about what great risks you took in that movie. And uh you and Jason Weaver, no offense to dear writer, my one of my bestest friends, but you two yes. were on a different level in that movie <laughs> than everyone else. It oh just my God. so great. Ryder was still trying to figure out why they threw him a basketball. <laughs> oh, so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, Jason Weaver was pretty great in that. I, I love that, the filming that. And wasn't Dave Tom in that too? Yep. Yep. Yes, that's right. Yep. And Richard Mole. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, you, me, and David hung out a bunch. Yes, and, we did. and I and I remember teaching you how to play Magic: The Gathering. Yes, and we we trying to and try I played to... for a few years after. Did Probably you me too? Years. He taught me too. That's oh, a few years yeah. too long. I remember being eighteen and going. Anybody want to play? Gathering and was like, <laughs> I'm too old for this now. No, no, <laughs> I not. still play, dude. You're not. I, got, I mean, no. look, don't get me wrong. I'd play now and have a yeah. great time. Yeah, it's just you know, I'm not comfortable enough to you know admit it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you like playing a bad boy? Um, I've played it a few times. Um, yeah, I do. I do. I think I'd, um, it's fun. It, it's, it's hard to do though, because you don't want to like you, you always like when you look at the real bad guys that have like won Oscars, like Anthony Hopkins and how, how, they're almost so charming mm-hmm. and not bad, yes. which makes them so terrifying. Right, right. That 
that's the the thing I try and remember, but it's so easy to forget because you just want to be like, like, like I almost would like to play a bad guy in a movie and have an acting coach the entire time going, rain it back, buddy, rain it back. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Be charming, be charming. So honestly, that's the biggest struggle in it where I haven't been fully satisfied doing it all the time because it's, it's hard to be Hannibal Lecter, you know, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. how are you a, a, the most psychotic man on the planet, but everyone loves you. It's weird. Right. Yeah. So do you remember your audition for boy meets world and what can you tell us about it? No, I, I think, I think boy meets. So I hated guest starring on TV shows. Yep, sure. Me it. too. Sure. Because too. you're coming in to a, a group of people that have been together forever and yeah you're you know yeah you're just like the odd man out um i think with boy meets world that's why i asked that question because i remember enjoying that process more but i think it's because i knew writer so i had an in and when you have an in it's cool like i did a couple episodes of glow and i was friends with jackie tone Mm. so i kind of had an in and then all the girls were so welcoming that It was my favorite experience, I think, after Boy Meets World. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so I, 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 I also think I was only there a day. I think I had a pretty small part in that. I was wasn't I like a, a bad kid in Boy Meets yeah. World? Yeah, you were yeah. a bad. Yeah. Kid you were part again. of the leather jacket gang. Yes, yes. and I wasn't even the lead leather jacket. Gang. No, 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 you were you leather were not. jacket number two. You don't yeah, speak exactly. in the episode until like. Out of a 22-minute episode, at like minute 16, you say yeah. your first thing. So I I'll refresh so. your memory. So the episode you appeared in is called Life Lessons, and it's about finals week approaching. And when Mr. Feeney refuses to adjust the student's schedule, a group of thugs basically threaten to kill him. To kill him. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally you, threaten to kill him. You yeah. are one of those thugs. And <laughs> do you remember working with Bill Daniels for that final kind of big scene in the show? Yeah. I do. I, I do. And, but I think that was the problem too, because he was intimidating as someone who, because yes. the show is successful already. Right. Oh, so, and he's Mr. Feeney and he's the adult on the set. And so you're like, ah, right. and I, there was, a, there was head jacket number one guy. Ian so Bowen. I, yeah. yeah. Who was it? Ian Bowen. I don't and know. And then Aaron he's, Metchik, right? He's on, uh, he's on Yellowstone now. Ian Bowen. Okay. So I, I was like, I was like second fiddle, second fiddle, like the whole time. Yeah. Like, so I think it was a stressful experience for me. Sure. And just so you know, uh, Bill Daniels was also very intimidating to all of us, even though we worked with him all the time. Sure. Well, he's also so talented, so talented and such a professional, like, Sure. Just the consummate professional. And, you know, we were a bunch of kind of giggling, goofing, having fun kids. And oh. he he was taking it very seriously. So um, then there's a scene, too, at the end where it actually says die Feeney in like spray paint on the wall. <laughs> Literally threatened to kill the man. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so 
But, oh but in God. general, Patrick, you are completely wasted. It is the weirdest thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like no, watching it. I was like, I didn't remember him being on our show. And then I was like, and this is why. Because yeah. you were so wasted. And I oh, feel like you. you actually I, came and hung out on the set other times. Like, yeah. I, like Maybe we, because I knew Ben a little bit. Yes. Too, but I around. remember, didn't, did you, do you have a memory of going to see the movie quiz show together? Like in a big group of kids, I don't know. Like I feel like right Universal after Universal, probably probably no, at we would have gone to the Burbank AMC or it's something. The Burbank okay. AMC, is Burbank where we AMC. Went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I I have a memory of going to see the movie Quiz Show with Ben and you and a couple other friends, and that you know. So yeah, we would like hang yeah. out, and I yeah. feel like, but so that's why I didn't remember you were actually on the show. And then we watch it. I was like, has he? Has he said anything? Did yeah, we just no. like put him in a scene as an extra because <laughs> he was there? Like what's going so. on? That's what I mean. It was very. You know, when I would, you would come home and then there, there would be like auditions for things and you'd do it and then you book it and you don't know what you're going to get. So I I know I do remember shooting it though, mm-hmm. where there are some, I just saw an episode of Arliss I did mm-hmm. and I watched it and was like, I have no memory of being. Right. It's weird, isn't it? I don't, you know. Yeah. yeah. We're do, we do that with certain episodes. It. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we just don't. We're looking at going, I know I'm watching myself, but I don't remember. I don't remember being it. there. No. Yeah. So I at least remember filming Boy Meets World, but I think it's because I probably watched the show and was a fan and there was like that excitement to be there. And new writer from. Yeah. So that so, that obviously yeah. makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, feel free to be honest and say absolutely no to this. But in a world where Sandlot exists, do people ever recognize you from boy meets world yeah yes um that there are the boy meets world fans that have seen everything it's like i i did a very memorable episode in x-files so the x-files stuff and um like i i'll tell you i don't get recognized from our list no offense. <laughs> you know, right, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. right. People will be like, ah, boy means world, you know, but that's because the show's so big. So right. in general, you must get recognized so much. I can't even imagine. I feel like you have yeah. such a unique, particular look that everyone knows you. You're so indelible for people because of basically because of Sandlot. But right, yeah. you get recognized like every day of your life, constantly. I do. I can't grow a beard. So it's uh I, I'm, you know. I'm just stuck with the baby face. I, yeah. It definitely happens a lot. And social media hasn't helped. Right. And the rise of Sandlot. Oh, I like it. That's like a new Star Wars. The the it is. The rise of, of the Sandlot. The rise yeah, of Sandlot like from, you know, the 20th on. Um, it's definitely uh, gotten more and more. But that that's kind of why I started doing social media because I can, I, I love it because I can do whatever I want. And right. Yeah, it's yours. I'm leaning into it because that is my life. So I might as well, you know, enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever go through a period where you were sort of sick and tired of getting recognized and not wanting to deal with being, not being able to walk down the street? Um, it's funny because I'm so used to it that when it doesn't happen, I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) A little bit. Um, and I, I like to think that I have a, decent attitude about it so yeah. i i try and be nice sometimes you're just like in a bad mood and that's rough because no matter what if i know it's their first experience mm-hmm. and when i see someone that i love it's uh, my heart jumps and all i want to do is talk so i i have to remember that you know because yeah. it does fre- happen so frequently but 
I am just a guy living life, getting screamed at yeah. by a six-three-year-old. So sometimes <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like totally. That, oh. It's interesting times. Uh, mm-hmm. but- it also depends a lot on who you're with. Because I, when I'm alone, uh, I'm a lot more willing to just stop what I'm doing when I'm with my kids or when I'm with somebody else for their birthday, I become very aware of like, I'm stealing focus from what I'm really Mm -hmm. here for, or it's infringing on time with my children. So yes, it's, it's depends on the circumstances for sure. Yeah. But generally speaking, I mean, I always say 99% of people are coming up to you talking about how much of a difference you've made yes. on the Yeah, so it's positive. sometimes hard to just not even like get choked up. You're like, right. really? Oh my God, you know, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I am fairly used to it now and, you know, just, you know, I don't go out unless I've showered, you know what I mean? And have a nice <laughs> cup of coffee. Like right. these are the things we do. Face the world. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I go talking about you saying embracing social media. It's one of the things that I loved so much when I found your TikTok, and I was, um, and I loved it so much. It, it's so nice for um, somebody like yourself who gets recognized all the time, and people in their mind have just an idea of who you are, but they obviously don't know you at all. And now you really get to show your personality, your yeah, totally. interests, your sense of humor, and. All of those people now who loved you because of work that they done now get to actually love you for you. And it helps with the conversations you get to have or when people me. stop or hate you. Sure. <laughs> but you know, but what? at least those it's people, for you. At least they hate you and not your character. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, no, that's a really good point. I love that. That's cool. Yeah. It also expands the conversations you can have because people now can come up to you and instead of talking to you, which they still will, they'll talk to you about your work and what your work meant to them. But now they can come up to you and be like, uh, we have a common interest and I learned about it through this way. And now you really are um, connecting with people on a on a real person to person level instead of that weird parasocial relationship where you're uh, an, an object up here and they're a person who's engaged with your material. They really kind of do know you. Sure. Uh, and that's what made whenever I see a famous person be able to do that and their personality is good. I'm always so thrilled. Like I'm thrilled for, I, I, it's such an enjoy. If you don't follow him, please go follow him. He's such an enjoyable person to follow. I love it. And you collaborated with Lizzo and Jax. How do you know Jax? Wow. Though, I mean, okay. So Jax, uh, had a, one of her first songs had, um, you're killing me smalls in it. Oh, it's right. Right, right, right. She reached, her, her reps reached out to my, my agent and asked if I would be in her music video. Oh, and so cool. I didn't, I didn't know her yet. She hadn't hit where she is now. Right. And so I started looking at her and I was like, Oh my God, this girl's amazing. So I said, yes, I'll do it. But Jax has to teach me about TikTok. I kid you not. I said, Gosh, if you're smart. He, like, if she helps me on TikTok, I'll do it. And literally, Jax was like, absolutely, yes. So she is the reason I'm on social media like this. Unbelievable. Because uh, that was my pay. I was like, you just have to teach right. me. So we met for coffee. She would, you know, and she loves it. I, there's something about her. She loves mentoring boomers. It's like her her side project. And she just helped me, you know, figure it all out. And we just had a blast together. So, and now we've just been friends since, like, I just went to her concert in the forum and 
she just got married and I, I, she, I missed her wedding. I was so bummed. So looking back at your time on the Sandlot and maybe even your small amount of time on our set, what are your thoughts on your career overall as a child actor 30 years later? Well, I think, you know, I think the the funny thing was I the first job I did, as we know, kid who says Danucci, it looks like you wet your pants. I was <laughs> 13 years old. So luckily I really wasn't actually a child actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a teen actor. Right. You know, definitely the, the youngest possible teen. So I was young, but I think, you know, making that transition or experiencing things so young, I I think is probably more difficult than the experience that I had because, you know, 15 years old, you, you know, you're about to drive a car, you know what you're doing. Some kids move out on their own, they're living life. So um, I, I just look back on it all very fondly. I got to travel the world. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I did a movie in Romania when Mm -hmm. I was 17 and, I brought uh, my best friend at the time's older brother as my guardian because <laughs> right. my pa- my mom refused to go on sets with me. She did not want to be that um, stage mom thing. Right. So I my mom never was on any sets. I would you know my stepdad went with me to Sandlot. We would hire friends to go with me on Son in Law. Uh, you know, or when I when I started getting older, I would go alone or you know. So I I, I traveled to Canada and. Um, filmed a lot there. So I don't know. I just, it was a, it was a cool up, uh, a cool way to grow up and was sort of my extended college uh, film sets, you know? Uh, Yeah. We had, we had very similar, very similar experiences that same way where it was, you know, both from the East coast and uh, you know, that kind of, and on your own out out here later, moving out later. Yeah. My mom, parents didn't want to come on the set either. I mean, it was all that same kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It does. You look back at it on kind of a much more, positive way uh when it's like that it's yours i will say though that you guys for lack of a better word your parents did get kind of lucky that both of you were had your heads screwed on straight yeah. like it could it could have gone could've a backfired. different yeah it <laughs> sure. could have gone a different sure. direction Definitely. Um, well were they lucky or did they raise us we and that's, see, that's, and that's exactly yeah. it that's why i said for lack of a better word because it's not just luck yeah, it's no. it is they raised you to to keep your head on straight and you did do it i also give credit to you guys for for having your yes. own moral compass of like this doesn't you know friends yeah. that don't sit right with you 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 know keep them at yeah. arm's length and you know it's just uh it it says a lot about you so very exciting. yeah and that is a big part of it but it, it's it it's true i mean I think because, you know, our parents didn't want to be there is on those sets shows to their mentality because that's a rough, I don't know, that it, that's rough for parents yeah. on those sets. And sure it's is. rough ways. It's rough for the crew sometimes and it's rough for the parents. It's just, it's not meant to be like that, you know? Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for being here with us. It was so yes. great to see you. Thanks for having me. This was great. 
I'm so glad you came if on. If you guys do like a Boy Meets World new season or something, maybe I am not a co-star this time. Maybe yeah. I get yeah. recurring. Oh, uh, I love that. You know, maybe three lines, three, four <laughs> lines. We'll like give that. you a You'll... way bigger part. Yeah, no, please. I don't I don't think so at all. I think we go oh. back the other direction. I think you're credited as guy who yells, die, feeny, die. <laughs> it's full circle. It's full circle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. We'll still give you a guaranteed 13 out of 22, which is great. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not even a guy who yells diabetes die. I'm a guy who spray painted diabetes. Graffiti artist diabetes die. Love it. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here with us. We hope to see you again soon. I'm in. I'm in. Thank you guys. Yeah. Great Bye. to see you, man. Bye. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Man, you guys are really missing Ugh. out not following him on TikTok. Honestly, it's worth opening a TikTok account just to follow him. I know. Well, just listening to you talk about. I, it kind of inspired me. I was like, oh, maybe I could do, a, you know, a, maybe there's a TikTok where it's just me reading and yeah, literally and, and snow and me, maybe just me crying. Like I could just like wow. embrace the like Here's depressed the writerness and it'll like People find its own audience. Love it. But not only that, the thing that's hard for me with TikTok is that TikTok really has so many um, tons of tools, transitions, backgrounds, transitions. Did I ever say transitions? I mean, yeah. tons of things, effects. Things you can do where you really can make your own minute long movie, you would truly love it, writer. And if mm. you just sat there and cried for a minute while reading something beautiful, people would love it. It's it's really great. I, I actually tens I know of it's people would love it. I know it's destroying the world Almost. and we're all we're all gonna die from TikTok and whatever else, but it is great. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yikes. Anything else you guys want to say about Patrick? <laughs> Instead of just really to see him, super funny, and it's great to see him again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I you know obviously didn't didn't know him as well as you guys did, but was always just such a fan of. I mean, it's, it's uber talented. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, that's it's so it's so interesting too the way he like basically was a fully formed actor. Like the second yeah. he decided to do it, it doesn't seem yeah. like he's changed that much. He, first of all, he hasn't changed that much physically, which is amazing. Like he like he mm-hmm. said, he still has the baby face, but it's true. He still he still looks so much like him. Um, yeah. But then also just as an actor, he was always just making interesting choices and doing his own thing and being able to be a villain. And he's just yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. He's really great. I, I love seeing him and um, yeah, he's wonderful. I hope we, I hope we uh, get to do something with him again in the future. As long as it doesn't involve us dancing behind him on TikTok, I'll, I'm in. I want you to dance behind me on TikTok. If you dance behind Patrick Renna and not me. What do I get? What do I get if I go on TikTok and dance with you? What, what's in it for me, bro? The fun of doing it. No, we can do it on your account. Good. Open your own account. I don't I will have do it account. on your account. I know. I said open it. What do you mean? I what's in it for it. you? It's fun. We would also get people to to get know about Pod Meets World. We'd be posting it to promote Pod Meets World. It's so. It, it, and what Tara just said. It'll bring everyone so much joy. That's what you get to bring people I'll joy. Get one dancing. comment telling me something dancing. negative, and I'll be curled up in a ball for a month. I showed you, writer, the one I want to do of the three of the people that were like dances to bring out at the holiday party. And it was like so great. I do. I'm never going to be that guy. I know. Right. You you are encouraging say that the whole point of TikTok is that we can be ourselves. And so I only want to go if I'm ever going to do TikTok videos. They're going to be very much my videos. Right. You're going to be drunk on whiskey with a book and and a fancy pen. Just me holding a snow globe, tears streaming down my face. Hammer just turning around going, it was the best of times. It was, it was the, the worst yes. of time. And there are people who will love that. <laughs> yeah, God. there are. There are. There are people who will love that. And Can Will, who loves suggestion? to make people laugh, it's perfect for you. Yes, I want to make a suggestion. And so here here will be the trade-off. Okay. okay. I will come dance 
on TikTok with you. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. we all get together, including Patrick, mm -hmm. and you play Magic the Gathering with us. Oh, God, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's you can't play okay. a card game? Uh, I don't have to dress up, do I? You don't no, have to. It's a no, card game. Not. It's a card okay, game. Okay, great. I love cards. I love cards. I'll play a card game. Okay. Right, I'll do it. I'll play I'll a card that's game. A, that's a fair trade. I will great. do something on TikTok with this you. This is your you... trade, Will, not mine. No, no, I said I, me. I, I'm not, I will do worry. it. I said I'll do it with you. Right, or I'll, you play I'll sit and cry together. with you while you read me a poem. Okay. There you go. Okay. Perfect. All right. All right. Okay, that's it. Well, we just put together a great night. I can't okay. wait. We're going to play we cards, go. cry a little, and do a dance. <laughs> it's like a perfect <laughs> well-rounded night. That's a Tuesday in my house. Come on. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. You're killing me, merch. Podmeetsworldshow.com. Writer, send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Wilfred L., and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production Danielle Romo. Producer and editor Tara Sudbach. Producer Maddie Moore. Engineer and Boy Meets World supervan Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. Follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. 
Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.